You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling. Well, good evening. This is Mike. And this is Kevin. And after two weeks off for the holidays... We have finally decided we need to come back on here and see if anybody's interested in listing. In 2017. 2017. Yeah, another year. We did it for most of 2015. 15. We did it for all of 2016. <clears throat> now we're starting 2017. We've done, I think this is the 68th show. Something like that. Yeah, so we didn't do everyone every week, but we've tried to keep it up. Um, I haven't been on the road since before Christmas. Yeah. But you I will be. Vacation. I did kind of have a vacation. A staycation. Stay Is that what it is? Okay. All right. And uh, this week I'll be leaving on Wednesday. I have to train a GCR shop in Colorado Springs on Thursday. Then I have to fly to Florida on Friday and train a shop just south of Orlando that does uh, uh, repairs, uh, roadside service and stuff. And uh, then the next week, I have to go to California and train a shop. So well, that sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. California, Florida, Florida, and I live in Des Moines. Des Moines, by the way, Des Moines, <laughs> Iowa. It's a little cold here. A little chilly. A little chilly. Not as cold as in Green Bay, where they froze out the Giants, but yeah. cold. Good job, Green Bay. Yep. The newest thing that's happened to us this year, we've been working for about six or eight months to set up a school here mm -hmm. that is through the Des Moines Community College. True. And it will be a three-week-long school on tire wear and handling and alignment, 50 years of what I've learned doing it. It will be broken up into one-week-long segments. You could take them all three at once, or you could spread them out over a period of time. And we've had it approved through the DBAC for a while, but we finally got the letter from the VA saying we're an approved course and the VA will pay vets to go through it. And so we're very excited. We're going to do the first series of classes probably in April and then another series in July and another series in October. We'll do them about once a quarter. Maximum attendance will be 12 people. It's going to be a small class. Uh, there'll be a lot of hands-on and uh multiple steer axle trucks and tire wear problems and suspensions and all the kind of stuff I've seen through the years. We're going to try and pass this stuff on. Yeah. So that's the newest thing we've got going. We still have the videos available on our website. Yep. We still have the tech bulletins on our website at mdaline.com. Still got a couple of books. We've got a couple of books. We still provide consulting. We do training for Goodyear and for Continental and for Bridgestone and for other companies. And uh, we still sell equipment. We do training. So that's kind of what we are. That's who we are and what we are and what we're doing this year, 2017. Yes, we are. Okay. We do have a couple of blue dots up there of people who apparently have a comment. Or a question. Or a question. Probably a question. If it's a comment and I don't like it, can we hang up on them? We actually can. We, we have can? that ability. We have the power? We've never done it. We haven't done it. No, we kind of put up with people. So what's the area code of the first one? Uh, 716. You got any guesses on where that is? It's not. No, that's 760. Uh, other side the, of the country. The other side of the country from there. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I don't know what. New York City, man. Well, New York. New York, right. Let's see what New York has to say. New York. Jamaica. Jamaica. All right, man. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the area code is Western New York. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Is that the Buffalo area? Or south of it? It is indeed. You have got a lot of snow. Uh, I don't have nothing. You ain't there. You're in Florida, aren't you? <laughs> Actually, no, I'm in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, huh? All right. Very yeah, good. growing up, that's what we called it. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So um, what's up, Mon? With good reason, actually. <laughs> uh, well, the daylight has come, so we want to go home. So Yes, that's um, it. <laughs> I have a oh, that's a different song. Yeah. Mm. You have a what? Little slippery. I have a 2016 oh. Freightliner Cascadia. Okay. Got 157,000 miles on it. The first set of steers lasted about 57,000, and okay. a misalignment killed them off. Yeah. Uh, the outside edge of the tire kind of started the cup in a couple of spots and. At the time, it was pretty much it's like, okay, it's probably an alignment issue and the fact that this does has the 55-degree steer axle. Ah, okay, so very good. I have tried to limit the mm-hmm. amount of turns, turns to the, to the right. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to dial the, the stop out only because there's times I really do and like to have <laughs> that much turn because it right. makes trying to maneuver a little bit nicer. So right. I just try to be good. The uh-huh. second set of sears uh, that went from Hankook, I think they were AL-11s to yeah. Bridgestone 283. Yep. Yes, and I noticed that they definitely tended to follow the uh, they followed the grooves in a row a whole lot more than the Hankooks. Okay. Did you have um, the truck aligned at the same time you changed the tires? I did. I suspect the that the guy that... Axle did you have an MD alignment done on it or a conventional alignment No, sir. I, 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 uh, it was a conventional alignment. I just could not, for the life of me, uh, get my, my boss man to get me to an MD alignment shop. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, still haven't. Okay. All right. When the truck follows cracks in the road and wants to hunt, that is usually not the tire. It's usually a slight toe-out condition, like a 32nd of an inch of toe-out. And I just it'll, don't see the okay. 283 being worse than another tire. Yeah, it's not worse. It's, it's just the alignment change. But either okay. way, okay, so yeah, still unfortunately we have a bad alignment. So, but the tires right. last well, longer? Uh, we're worth it. At a hundred thousand. And hang on, just a second. What's, That's right. That? We're good. Have you been here before? Yeah, a while back. Okay. Um, they lasted to about a hundred thousand, and then the driver's side uh, kind of got that same kind of weird cup where it got into on the secondary, the, but it was only on, on the outside edge, on the driver's on the outside side edge, only. Okay, on the outside edge. Yes. All right, That's interesting. Okay. It is. And yeah. now, no alignment done to it. They put Goodyear 399s on there, 
Yeah. And it seems to drive better. It doesn't follow okay. the front of the road as bad. Cool. Okay. All right. But it and goes straight in, down the road. So. And what inflation are you running? Uh, I'm aware I should probably have them up to 120, but I only imagine they set them to 110. Okay. All right. That could be contributed to some of this shoulder cupping too. Okay. Because it's okay. underinflated for the right. weight, probably. Right. 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 Okay. But the maximum those... weight I tend to run is 12.3. Because that's the maximum rating of the tire, and just sometimes I'm just a little heavy on the steer. Okay, all right. Now, normally when the Bridgestone tire is underinflated, a Bridgestone tire will tend to wear the second rib off on one of the tires or both of them. So you didn't get that. You didn't get that. Now, when no, the Goodyear sir. tire tends to be underinflated, it tends to cup in the middle of the tire. It's the difference in the design of those two casings. They show it a little differently. So hopefully, okay. Hopefully, 110 will be adequate. You know, they actually seem to be happy with 100,000 miles on a set of steers. Not me. A lot of guys. I'd like to see 200,000. Me too. But if they've never seen it, they don't believe it can happen. Right. Mm. I want to be the guy to show them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I had a fleet. Uh, about a year and a half, almost two years ago, up in in uh, Seekonk, Massachusetts, J A E, mm-hmm. and and he was getting fifty, sixty thousand miles out of his steer tires, and we spent several years before we convinced him to let us come up and show him how to fix his trucks, and the promise was we'll get you a hundred thousand, and so we're doing the training, Ooh. and he's there, and he's paying attention, and he says, now you're going to get me a hundred thousand, right? I said, yeah, I'm going to get you a hundred thousand, no problem. And so about three-quarters of the way through the day, I pulled him aside, and I said, now, I'm going to get you the 100000 I'll put it in writing if you want. But to be honest, I, I want to get you to 200000 He said, that'll never happen. A year and a half later, he calls me up, and he's got three trucks. All right, open the gate. Come back. Open up the doors. Okay. A year and a half past, he called me up, and he's got three trucks that have already gone past 200000 He never believed it would have happened. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. So nice. I'm sorry that you just don't have the So are you going to do? Are well, you doing a delivery now? I am indeed. I'm just about uh, fixing the, to step outside. But the funny thing is, is that the drive tires are still the original ones on here and have 157,418 miles on them. That's good because alignment normally doesn't affect the drive tire. Now, I will admit that there is some irregular wear on the drive, um, but that I'm afraid is probably due to they got underinflated at one point in time or another due to things that were either outside of my control or within it, and I just didn't notice at the time. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's typically what we see on drive cars. Okay? Yeah, it, Yes, sir. Well, hey, you have yourself a great night. Happy New Year, and have fun. Thank you. Same to you. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. That was interesting. We're talking to him while he's doing the delivery. Yeah, Yeah, hopefully his, uh, (coughs) uh, as you say, he doesn't have to change a set of tires in 2017. Right. That would be nice. That would be. But his boss only expects 100,000, so so he's going to change them again. Yeah. So that was uh, New York slash P 
Pensatucky. 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 <laughs> All right. Okay. Who's our next one? Four one six. And where's four one six? Ohio. No. No. Indiana. It's Ontario, Canada. We got a c- Canadian here. The other side of the lake. Yes. Let's see what our c- c- Canadian has to say. Oh, push the button. There it is. Hello there. Hi. Hello. hello How you doing? Good. Thanks. How are you, gentlemen? We're doing great. Now, is it as cold up there in Canada as it is down here? Uh, well, you know, I'm driving now towards Indianapolis, and it's cold as yes. in Canada. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we opened the gate and let all the cold air come down. Yeah, I was hoping I could bring some warm weather for you guys, but I couldn't. <laughs> That's the way life is. Yeah, if Trump was going to build a wall, I think he'd to keep the cold air Yeah, Trump could build the wall up there to keep the cold air out. Okay. All right. What's That's up, buddy? Uh, well, um, I'm the fellow with the hard-hitting front-end air ride issue. Yes. Uh, third time I'm calling... Uh, um, you know, before I get to give you an update on that, uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, is there such thing as the minimum tire pressure that one can have to make it more suspension and if without affecting the wear on tire? Yes. Like, say, and 95, is, 90, is there no, a... No, no. It is the number printed on the side of the tire. Okay, so I have to double check because when I installed these tire, well, these steers, these new steers, uh, they set them at one ten and yeah. they hold up pretty good. Yes. Okay, so I can't go any lower, not much. Well, if well you, or or lower than the the rating on the tire. That's whatever. Yeah, if you go lower than that rating, you cannot carry as much weight as the tire says it can carry. Basically. For every five pounds you reduce the pressure, you lose 200 pounds of load. Right. Okay. Okay. So if you okay. each tire went down five pounds, you would lose 400 pounds capacity on the front axle. Okay. I'm just trying to see because I'm still having problems. I replaced uh, the left, the driver's side airbag, which... It appears where it is, where it hits hard, and right. it's a that uh, I don't see a pedestal. So uh-huh. I ended up going to Freightliner, and um, I thought that, you know, the, the pedestal on the old airbag gave in, and maybe I was hoping that I got lucky, and by replacing the airbag, I would see pedestal, and it would even up, and it, do, and it would do what it's supposed to do, you know. Now... On the driver's side airbag, uh, the, I mean, the airbags still appear to be different because I see a, like an inch higher pedestal on the driver's side. And when, yeah. they, when I got the parts, these guys at the parts in Freightliner, they're saying that now it's a, an updated, improved, better airbag. But after installed, uh it just looks like the old one that was causing me the problem. And I'm right. I didn't hold on to the old one to maybe even up and install it on the 
driver's side, so I'm still having the hard hitting issue. Uh, 600 bucks in labor and parts, you know, I'm still at the same. But at least I, I know that there is a next step, you know. Uh, I, I personally don't really want to spend any more money on this. You know, I, I'm about, I'm, I'm considering, you know, right now, you know, the engine is on top of it. You know, at one point I'm going to need an in-frame. You know, I'm trying to extend life on this engine, so I don't, uh, I'm fine with the air ride doing badly as it is, but by engine frame, by in-frame time, there's no way. I'm, I'm going to end up maybe changing to conventional spring and strut system, you know, and just, you know, I give up with this airbag, air ride. I, I'm, a, I'm afraid that if it was my truck and I had the money and the time to do it, I would change it back to springs too. I'm not impressed with the air rides. Um, is that, and, uh, roughly, you know, off the top of your head, what am I looking at? You know, at, you know, I can hold on to this strut. You know, I have the rocking shocks. Um, how much am I looking to change the springs? I don't know. I've never done it. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, and I have done suspension work, but I have never paid to have that done, so I don't know what it costs. Right, yeah, right. And I also I thought maybe I could maybe invest on a heavy duty, nice, you know, front end to make sure that that I have even if I change operation, no, I have a dedicated uh, front end system. So you're talking about going up to a fourteen thousand pound front end instead of a twelve? Oh, oh, is that is that what it costs? Well, oh, that's no, the no. weight difference. Yeah. Right now you're talking. Oh, okay, okay. 12, I thought we were talking thousands of dollars. No, no, I got no, 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 no. <laughs> but if if you go Sorry. to a fourteen thousand pound front end, it's not going to ride any better than the twelve thousand does. Right. But okay, all, okay. Yeah, so there, so the heavy haulers. Uh, then don't have much of a margin difference either. No, not at 14,000. But, but if it's set up right and if it's the spring ride and you set two degrees of caster, they can ride pretty darn good. All right, I mean, all right. You know, considering what a truck used to ride as. Yeah. Compared to the old Mac RW model, this rides great. <laughs> all right. Yeah, you know... There's, there's maybe if I am willing to spend money, you know, then the only thing maybe, you know, if I put a new airbag on the right, maybe it would even things up, you know. I don't think so. Oh, that's what I thought, yeah. I don't think so. I, I don't think it's your airbags. I think it's the way the whole thing is set up. So it's a failed system. and. I and think so, yes. Uh, and I didn't have a chance to run into other driver that has this set up and to see if they went through the same thing or now just to one final question if I may um, you know sometimes you know the road is bad and I, I, as a five year company driver I don't recall having gone through something that it was so hard that you feel the strut or really bad the tire hitting hard but um, you know could I have a hard hitting even with, with a spring and strut system or it all depends you know, on how the fr- have it that it hits so hard that you know it will hit hard in whatever you have. Yes, it can hit hard, but again, it's how much casters in the front end of the truck, how much spring gap you have. 
there's there's a lot of things you have to set up to make it right. And I don't think your air right system is set up correctly. By the way, uh, I also had Freightliner, you know, do like a diagnosis of they they check all the specs that every, even the the drive air rights, you know, it's right. adjusted all around. Right. And and I don't see how they couldn't determine that there is a difference between the driver and the, you know, I, I felt scammed and it didn't make, you know, uh, technical sense to me. All mm-hmm. they did and they, they diagnosed someone, they charged me and, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, so, yeah. So I give up, I, <laughs> I guess. Yes, that sounds like the way to be. Get your engine rebuilt. If you have some extra money and you could figure somebody out that will change it over to the leaf springs, tell them to set it at two degrees of caster, and hopefully that will help you out. Two degrees? Two uh, degrees. Two degrees caster. Two degrees caster. All right. Thank you okay. very much, sir. You betcha, buddy. Thank have you. a good day. Drive safe. Thanks. Okay. Now we have a list of shops online on our website that yes. we recommend people go to. The right. people that we've trained. And if you can just talk to these guys, usually, I mean, a, co- a complicated mess like a, a front end air ride, mm-hmm. uh, apparently not factory. Is that what I'm? Oh, thinking? it is a factory air ride. But it's the it's the factory air ride. Yeah. It's the Hendrickson. Right? It could be the Hendrickson. It could be the other one. Could be the other one. Right? Yeah, but either either way, it, um, those those are manageable, but there there's still there's still issues with every system. I think the the oldest and most proven system is the best one. And that's the spring ride to me. Yeah, the 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 two leaf parabolic spring. They're fine. Just does just fine. Set the caster at two degrees. They'll ride as good as anything out there is going to ride. Right. Yep. And they handle right. And they handle well. Yeah. yeah. All right, what's our next phone? Next one is 704. And that is? That's 704. Where is it? I wasn't. You don't know. (laughs) It's North Carolina. North Carolina. Is he in North Carolina? Not with the storm they had down there recently. He's Uh, someplace else. Bolted out of there. Let's find out where he's at. All right. Hello, Hello, Carolina. Hello. Hello. You're right. I'm in Virginia now, but I was stuck home in the storm. Okay, get out of that stuff. <laughs> What's up? I have I have a a question about an incident. I bought a Yokohama Echo Plus Square drive tire. Okay. On my maiden voyage, got about five hundred miles. And I'm up there in New Jersey, and a guy rolls up and goes, "Hey, man, you got a flat tire." Yeah. And rushed out with traffic on I-80. I'm like, ah, okay. I pull up the side, and my right front outside drive broke the bead. That's not good. And I've I've been rolling on it probably ah, maybe 50 or 75, maybe 100 miles without my knowledge because it didn't make any noise. Right. And I ride the right lane going rush out of traffic because uh, I don't want to become a statistic. Right. Fortunately, where he told me, I could get right off of 80, right there at the tire shop. Sure enough, it was the valve stem. Uh-huh. 
they, they fixed it. And I called the uh, the dealer up and said, hey, I had this problem. And they said, well, come on in and uh, we'll exchange it. Uh-huh. You know Murphy's Law, right? Yeah. When you want to get somewhere, you never get there. Right. <laughs> so about three, three weeks passed. And I called the mother and said, it looks okay. You know, it's uh, it's holding and everything, and let's just forego swapping it out. Right. Well, uh, Thursday before the storm, I'm walking around, feeling the tires, uh, because I'm, I'm vigilant. Every right. Every Wednesday, we get a hair check. Right. And uh, I noticed when I put my hand on the one where the bead broke that every other siphon on it had a little scalp to it. Yes. And my concern is, I bet you I don't have four thousand miles on this on these tires. Right. Um. Uh, should I just go back in and say, "Hey, change my mind. Let's back- swap it." Right. Yeah. Get it done. Get it off. Okay. Because I don't want. Uh, I just dropped a whole bunch of, whole bunch of money into this truck, mm. and the tires are the second most expensive thing. Uh, right. I usually get between 160 and 200 thousand miles on my uh, steer. Mm-hmm. And I called you. Probably six months ago, asked you if I should uh, regroove mm-hmm. or shave down, and uh, you said shave down, and they lasted probably another four months nice. before I traded them in on these. And so, mm-hmm. when in question, call the experts. <laughs> well, we appreciate that. What happened while that truck was running and the tire was flat? It was dragging along the road. And starting a pattern that once you aired it up, that tire is slightly shorter than the tire that's next to it. Right. That's the real, that's the biggest issue. And as you drive, it's going to get worse and worse. Now, will it affect the tire next to it once I put the new one on? Well, it depends on how much you've worn off of the tire that's next to it. Right. If the new tire is now significantly taller than the one that you keep on, now the problem's going to happen to the other tire. Right, so you need to All right, it's not much. In okay. fact, to look, at, to look at it, you couldn't see it unless it was in a shadow. <coughs> uh, every time I fuel, and in the morning with the pre-trip, and the evening with the post-trip, weather permitting, yeah, I actually put my hands on all the tires, and I do mm-hmm. like you recommend. Across the tread. Mm-hmm. And uh, been successful. I have your guys' Good. books, both of them. Good. Good. Well, how many and seconds? When I first difference? got them, I put them next to the toilet. You know why, right? Uh-huh. That's where you spend most of your time reading. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's the library. Do you, can, do you have a tread depth gauge that you can measure the tires? Yes, I do. Okay, so how much is that one that ran flat lost compared to the one that's next to it? Uh, it's not measurable. It's not measurable, okay. The only, uh, the only issue is on the outside siping. Yeah. Where 
it hasn't even begun to feather yet, but it took every other site. Right, right. But the problem is that that tire has been damaged. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you want to get 400,000 miles out of it, you don't start with the damaged tire. No, you don't. And you know the best thing about this call? Yeah. No, no background interference. <laughs> That's kind of nice. <laughs> kind of nice. It is. I can All hear right. you now. <laughs> Very good. Glad to hear it, buddy. Will you drive safe? It, guys. Always glad to help. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming. Bye bye. North Carolina. Bye bye. Virginia. The North Carolina guy from Virginia. North Carolina guy in Virginia. Yeah. Yes. No no Virginia? No. No Virginia? Virginia. Virgin Carolina? Right. I can't get there. I don't even know what it is. There are no virgins left in this town. (laughs) Would you like to read a 14 year old virgin? There are none. Okay, what do we got here? This is also Pennsylvania where that New York guy was. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania? Right. I bet they don't call themselves. I bet they don't. Come on. There it is. Hello there. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, I'm just the opposite of the first caller. I'm from Pittsburgh, but I'm uh, just coming out of Buffalo, heading back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> you guys swap places. All right. But I, you're celebrating. I think so. You're celebrating because the uh, yes, Steelers yes, won yes, today. Yes, we are. Yes, right. we are. That's for sure. Uh-huh. Um, I'm an 8600 8, Pro Star. Uh, okay. I mean, it's a two, 2016 Pro Star. Yeah. I'm a uh, LTL company driver, so I'm pretty limited what I can do. Yeah. Uh, since and the truck has about 180,000 miles on it, uh, I got it new. I do share with a local guy, but it has a slight pull to the right. Yep. Now I um, we're based out of Harmerville. Our home our home terminal is in Altoona. I tried mm-hmm. to get uh, the spring shop in Altoona, which he has your machine. Mm-hmm. I tried to get him to take it there, but they wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. They've had it back to the dealer, two different international dealers that had it lined up both times. We had it to an independent shop here in Greensburg. He lined mm-hmm. it up. And I, I, they won't give me the specs. I did see the one sheet, and they had things like zero. You know, the front end was pretty much on zero, zero. Right. Um, and it really didn't make a difference. We've had three sets of tires, Michelin tires on it. I've rotated the tires. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's a steering box pressure because I have – sometimes it won't pull, and then I sort of have to keep a little bit of pressure pulling to the left. Yeah. And when I let go of the wheel, it'll, like, come to the right a little bit, and then it very slowly just wanders to the right. Yep, it sounds now like I, a drive axle alignment. I uh, well, they did do the um, all three axles. Yep. Yeah, but if they don't do them just um, right, and you don't want them straight uh, ahead. Okay. Straight, straight ahead will cause a right pull. Right, but when you and when you're saying that you actually have to keep pressure up against it, and then when you let go, the steering wheel actually turns. It's squaring. It's it's squaring. The caster is squaring it up to straight with the steer axle. So in order to go straight, you're saying that the steer axle steer tires have to be turned away from straight with the steer axle. 
just in order to go straight down the road. So, yeah, you got a problem. Your drive axle's out of alignment. Out of alignment for driving on the right side of the road. Now, if you drove in the fast lane all the time, you probably wouldn't have a problem. Uh, I'm in the fast lane right now, and it'll still pull to the right. Yeah, but how many miles are on those tires now? Uh, the drive tires? No, the steers. Steer tires. There's uh, there's only probably only about eight thousand mile on them. Okay. Oh, wow. The the but odds I, are the, the truck. The truck's pretty much done it since new, and yeah, we've had. But, but uh, the odds are, the older the steer tires get, the worse the pull gets. Yeah. And then when you put a new set on, it's not as bad, and then it gets worse again. Does that's that sound a, right? That's a, that's a nice trick that when the alignment shop says we're doing the alignment and you're getting new tires, the new tires perform better than the old ones did in the first place. So you say, hey, I got a good alignment. But it was actually the tires. It, it, no, with the new tires, it, it never seemed to change. It just seemed, And I'll, we've had some drivers, because it was over in Altoona, and they've had the drivers, local drivers there, road drivers ran there for a while. Mm-hmm. Some drivers said it didn't, it didn't pull. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a hard pull, but I've, uh, and I started out in the garage, but I mean, I've always noticed the pull. Yeah. It seems it's, it's pretty much the same. All right. If you, know, want to check, if you want to check the steering gearbox, you want to know is that causing your problem, right? Okay. Take it into your garage. The wheels straight ahead, have them jack up the front axle, both wheels off the ground, and start the engine. If the gearbox is causing that, and I bet it didn't turn, did it? No, it didn't turn. It's not the gearbox then. No, I I was, okay, I wasn't sure whether that was still true. Absolutely true. Okay, all right. So then pretty much I'm looking at, all right, do you know what shop I'm talking about? Uh, I think it's Keystone Spring or something over now. Yeah, Keystone Spring. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those guys. All right. Uh, well, and did, do you have anybody right in Pittsburgh? Well, Keystone Spring has shops over in Pittsburgh. Uh, I would have to look on my on my web page. If you go to mdalignment.com. dot com. Okay. All right. That's our web page, and you look at the shop locator tab. It tells you all the shops that we have in different states that we recommend. All right, I'll that. have to uh, I'll have to push the Altoona shop, the, the Keystone, mm-hmm. because it. Uh, I wasn't sure. I did jack it up, and I run the engine all up to beat old bandits, and you know I I couldn't get it. I, I thought for sure it was going to pull, but it didn't. Right. So then we're uh, we got to be back into the drive axles. Yep. Got to be set for. Okay. And it's and it's amazing how little off it, it takes to make it pull. What I want is I want the front drive axle aimed about a 32nd of an inch shim to the left and the rear drive axle aimed about a 32nd of an inch shim to the right. And that forms a little cone between your drive axles with the narrow side on the driver's side of the truck. It holds you against the crown of the road and the right pull goes away. And if you look down okay. the tires, if you just eyeball down the tires, you'd swear that they're both perfectly straight. Yeah, you can't see the difference measured right there. Okay, now I'm looking at our website. There's a shop in Apollo, Apollo, Pennsylvania. Okay. Bridgeville, Pennsylvania. Duncansville, the Pennsylvania. Apollo. Apollo, yeah. Who's the one? 
Who's the one in Apollo? That's straight and clear. It's an independent shop. Okay. All right. I'll uh, I'll try to give them a shot then see what I can make out. Yeah, there's Erie, uh, there's I, Everson, there's Johnston, which is an international dealership. Uh, there's Pittsburgh, there's Saxburg, Saxonburg, Washington, and Westfield, Pennsylvania. All of those shops have got ours. What was Pittsburgh? It was Keystone. Okay. Keystone. Okay. All right, that's Saxonburg. That's not uh, Pittsburgh Power, is it? Uh, I bet it is. Probably. Okay, I, I didn't know they it. did a lot of it. Yeah, they've got our equipment. Uh, okay. All right, sounds good. I'll uh, see if I can make it on that. I appreciate all the help. All right, buddy. You have yourself yeah. a good one. Thanks for coming. All right, you too. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Okay. All right, now we've got three more in about 20 minutes. Only three more? I don't know. Scan down. See if there's any below that. Yes, there are. Just one more. Okay, we have four more. Let's see what we can do. All right. We'll get as many as we can. 740. Is that either Minnesota? 740. No, it's Ohio. Ohio. You really don't know these, do you? You're really bad. Let's see if he's in Ohio. If he's smart, he's in Florida. I would be in Florida if I was able to drive. Hello? Hello? How you doing? I'm sitting here keeping warm at home. Ah, you're inside in Ohio. That's a good place to be. Yeah, it's 10 degrees here. 10, yep, yep, yep. That's what it's doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What's Uh, up? I've got an 07 Coronado. Okay. Uh, I've got um, General S371s on the drives. Okay, not a bad tire. Okay. I'm starting to get wear on the inside of the both duels on the driver's side. Uh, mm-hmm. That relates, you know, the book tells me it's uh, bearing wear. <coughs> or axle flex. Okay. Uh, I've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the first set of tires that's ever done it on. Okay. Uh, my do you question do your, to you do is... You do your... Do you do your own maintenance, or do you have somebody else do it? Uh, some I do, some somebody else does. Uh, okay, here's what I would recommend you do. Get your truck up on a flat surface where you can work on it. Inside where it's warm, it'd be nice. Jack <laughs> up the left side of one of the axles. Make sure the brake's okay. released. You can turn the tire with your hand. Put a pry bar underneath the outside lip of the tire, and then put a socket or something down to act as a fulcrum. Push down on the bar, which will push up on the tire. And if it goes clunk, 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 the bearing's loose. Okay. If it doesn't go clunk, clunk, nah. clunk, the bearing's not loose. Okay. okay. Uh, my question is, it's just turned over a million miles. Okay. Uh, if it's got loose bearings, do I just tighten them up or do I replace them? Oh, you've never replaced them in a million miles. No. There's no reason. I mean, uh, replace I, the bushings. Yeah, but bushings are different area. We're talking about yeah. the bearing in yeah. the hub. Um, I I don't have a good reason to replace those bearings. Now, if I was suspicious at all, okay, and I pull the axle shaft out and I take the lock nut off, I'm going to take the washer off, and I'm going to undo the other lock nut, I would put a block of wood or a wedge underneath the tire to keep it from falling. 
I'd take the outer nut off. I'd wiggle the wheel and pop the outer bearing out. That's the smaller of the two bearings. And I would inspect that bearing to see if there's any pitting or anything going on. And if there is, I'd replace them. If that bearing, outer bearing, looks good, I'd put it back in there, I'd snug it back up, and I'd let her go. Okay. Uh, What do I torque those to? If it's a double nut, yeah, if it's a double nut and the wheels are still hanging on it, I would tighten the inner nut to 75 foot-pounds. Don't back it off. Put the washer on, jam the outer nut down, bend your tabs. Okay. All righty. Okay? Now, the other thing that I want you to look at, the other thing I want you to look at is on top of the diff housing, you should be able to scrub it off if there's not too much rust there, and stamped on top of that diff housing should be a number. Now, if it's a 9.5, that means you've got the thin housing that does flex some and is going to cause some air regular wear. If you have the 11, you have the thicker housing that doesn't give us the problems. Now, if you've got a million miles in your truck and you've never seen this tire wear before, it could just be the bearings. They just need to be snugged up, which wouldn't be a surprise okay. after a million miles. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to have to find someplace warmer. You know, wait yes. a couple months. <laughs> yes. Well, you can wait a while. This isn't going to kill anything. Yeah, isn't there somebody down yeah. in Georgia you can visit? Go to, go to Georgia. Well, go to southern Texas. Pull a well, little I go, I, go to, I go to Florida every other week. Oh, there you go. There's some shops down there that can uh, help you. Yeah, I'm okay. heading that way tomorrow. So, All right. All righty, buddy. Man. Stay safe. Appreciate you guys. Bye. Bye. All right. Okay. That was good. Okay. I'm happy with that. Who's this? This one is one I actually recognize. Yeah? 319. 319. Eastern Iowa. It is Eastern Iowa. Let's see what Eastern Iowa has to say. Hello, Iwegian. 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 You got it. (laughs) What's up? Uh, I keep hearing you talk about the uh, two degrees of caster. Is that hold true for the Volvo? The Volvo Volvo should be at two degrees already. Okay. But if it's not, get it down there. I was just recently with a fleet called Cassins, the car transport people, and they were having a lot of problem with shoulder wear, outside shoulder wear on their steer tires and rough ride and things like that. And we found out that their trucks came out with six and a half degrees of caster. That's we okay. we got them back down to two degrees, and everything was fine again. Is there a way I can measure it, or how do you uh, know what you have? Well, do you happen to know anybody that's got a digital level? Or do you have that app on your phone? Yeah, you have the app on your uh, phone. Okay, yeah, I did hear you talk about that. I, I guess I could do it that way. Yeah, you just put the level up on top of the frame of your truck, and zero the reading or figure out what the reading is and then take it mm-hmm. straight down and put it on the axle right next to the U-bolts and the difference between the frame reading and the axle reading is the caster. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, no, the tires tires are wearing really good. Uh you guys okay. lined it and everything, okay. but it seems like it's pretty rough. So I I thought, you know, I wonder if that could possibly contribute to that or not, but yeah, I'll just have to try and check it when I have a chance. 
Yep, take a, and you don't have to be sitting on level ground. It doesn't matter what the ground is because right. you're taking the difference from the frame to the axle. Right, that's what the that's mm-hmm. the thing about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, buddy. All right, thank have you. Have a good day. Bye. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bye. Okay, what do we got? We got only one more. Yeah, good. Nine five two. Nine five two. Any guesses? Missouri. Minnesota. Minnesota. We're in Sven and Ollie territory. And this guy knows what cold is. <laughs> yes, he does. Hello? Hello, Minnesota. Yeah, uh, little lessons in regards. Uh-huh, okay. I appreciate that, you betcha. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just recently had a Monroe 65 Series shocks put on all the way around my tractor. Okay. And uh, a crazy thing happened. My shifting has improved significantly. Your shifting has had, improved. Yes. When Gabriel shocks on, when I would shift into neutral on my way to the next gear, the the cab would kind of it would kind of sit down a little bit. Uh-huh. And it would it would make getting into the next gear difficult. And I just uh-huh. thought I had a bad transmission. Uh huh. And now the the cab, the truck stays perfectly level on all my shifts, and it's like I have a new truck and a new transmission. Well, that's pretty cool. So the angle of the shift linkage is being affected by this. Did you change? Did you change the cab shocks too? Yes, but when I bought the truck two years ago, I replaced those as well. So. Um, they've all been, they've all been replaced twice now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But well, the my first gut... time it was the Gabriels. Yeah. So, go ahead. I, I agree that it's, I think it's the shocks that did this. That sounds, it makes some sense to me, but I personally think it's the cab shocks more than the shocks that are on the axles. Yeah. That could be, that could be. Did you switch to a gas pressurized from a hydraulic, or did you stay with one? You know, I don't, I don't know. Um, I do know that the that the first set of shocks were all Gabriel, and that okay. these are that these are all Monroe's. I, I look only, at the side the of the shock. Difference. Look at the side of the shock and see if it says it's a gas pressurized shock or if it's hydraulic. And yeah, and then look at if you have an example of the Gabriels. Yeah, because if the Gabriels were all hydraulic and you switched to gas pressurized, that all makes absolutely perfect sense to me. Yep. Okay. Yeah, from my understanding, the 65 series is gas pressurized. And and that's that's stabilizing your cab. Yep. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Cool. Like a very different truck now. Awesome. Glad I to hear just- it, buddy. All right. Okay. You stay safe and don't fall into one of them 10,000 lakes. Yeah. Just get okay. out of the state. All right. Out of the... Bye-bye. <laughs> we got another caller came in. Yeah, one more came in. All right. Where is he? Uh, 416. Is that not? I think that's our Canadian caller. 416. Yeah, I think it is. It might be the same one. No. Yeah, it could be. Ontario. Let's see. Let's see. Hello? Hello. It's Canada calling again. Okay, we're going to charge you double for this call, okay? 
Well, but I'm I'm happy guys out to fill up for the hour show, no? <laughs> You're all right. It's true. We did but, you know, actually, I, I just remember um, something that happened to me today. Um, and it's been continue happening, but it seems to ease up a little bit. Um, you know, and i give you an example with my four-wheeler car, you know. Um, sometimes, you know, the truck would sit, right? And uh-huh. then maybe from sitting after a 12-day trip in a, in a really bad, in, a, in, in really cold weather, right? Uh-huh. Or say that um, that well, last time you know I drove my car. It was as if the car sat for so long. I was cold, so maybe yeah. it, it made it a, a flat spot on the on the tire. Yes, right. Because from city, and then when you drive, you hear it tack 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 tack. That seems yes. to you know go away as yes. the tire goes. Now it has happened to me also from like picking up maybe like uh, one of those plastic tie-ups, you know, that ended up yes. on your tire, and then you hear something. Once I found one of those, I'm like, okay. Yep. Now, uh, today I made a switch just uh, at the at the border in, in between Buffalo and Canada, and I had that happen to my truck. Today I started to hear like a tuck-tuck going on, uh-huh. and it looked to be from the passenger side. I first thought it was fear tuck. You know, and also the theory that I drove over the, I was in a rush and it was damn cold and I couldn't care less about the the wedge, the rubber wedge on the right. trail that I picked up. And I drove over the wedge. So I thought maybe a chunk of wedge, wedge in between the tires and maybe. So anyways, I, I just, uh, just five, 10 minutes ago, I stopped at a rest area, you know, and I have one of these flashlights uh, strapped uh-huh. on my forehead. And uh-huh. I took a pretty good look at them. Actually, previously I looked at, at all tires, and then uh, I, now I made a, a, a thorough more inspection in between the doubles, you know. I couldn't uh-huh. find nothing, you know. And uh-huh. at first I thought, and I, it didn't even at a truck stop, so, you know, plain pavement. I thought at first, I thought, you know, you know the joints sometimes on the road, that, you know, right. it makes the noise, but... I, uh, could it be like a, a bearing or a kingpin or something else causing this? Well, does the click-click speed up the faster you go and slow down when you slow down? Yes. Okay, then it's not a kingpin. It's something to do with the rotation of the wheel. Right. It could be something in the tire. It could be a loose lug nut, too. I'm sorry, lose what? Lug nut. Just one wow. lug nut. There's something that every time it rolls around, it's clicking. Now, if you had a car with hubcaps on it, and the hubcaps weren't properly put on, they can click every time they roll around, too. But so I feel the vibration even on my cab. <coughs> my compartment seems to rattle with the pattern of the tuck-tuck. But your steering wheel doesn't? No, I feel it from the drives. I okay, thought maybe well, it was the trailer, so I went to look in between the doubles really good, but uh, it is as if there's something on the tire, but I look really good around, and with my flashlight I was, and with the salt, I was able to, that there's nothing, you know. I could, okay, I, I okay, let's, let's, okay, let's back up. It did not do yeah. this until you picked up this trailer? Yes. 
Okay, so the next test is to disconnect from that trailer and see if the problem goes away. Very good. Straight through the cane pen. Does that happen? Yeah, I can yes, try it that tomorrow morning. Yeah, it could come all the way up from the trailer. So disconnect from the trailer and see if the problem goes away. Then whoever owns the trailer needs to fix that. Very good, very good. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Very good, amigo. You have a good day. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Are our Canadian friends amigos? Yes. Everybody's an amigo. Okay. What do we got, another one? One more. A sneaky? 715. Wisconsin. We got a cheesehead. We got a Minnesotan. A Green Bay boy. And now we got our Wisconsin. Uh, the pack, the pack, the pack is back. You got the that pack right? is back. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. What's up, man? Hey, hey. Yeah, say, say, I got a question for you. I got a 2017 Volvo. It's a six by two for the front. Mm-hmm. The, you know the the. Um, I have uh, run Michelin 445 Super Singles that back there. And I only okay. got eighty thousand miles on that. Uh, on the drive tires. tires, the drive tires. Yes, yeah. Yeah, the other axles is, wearing fine. Yeah, I not. No, I only got uh, well, probably ten more thousand. I probably about ninety thousand on them. Well, and, that's uh, terrible. They were, yeah, they were wore out. That's just terrible. Now I went to it and got it aligned. And everybody said that it was lined up and everything. And then I called Michelin because I was dissatisfied with the tires, the Michelin rep. And mm-hmm. he, he's telling me that because of the configuration, the six by two, that mm-hmm. that's all you're going to get. That's what we're getting with that. Is that so, or is there something that you think well, we could do to? All right. Let me let me tell you the numbers that I'm seeing out of six by twos. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, let, let me first go back to a 6x4. In a 6x4 configuration with both axles being drive axles and on wide base tires, we're getting somewhere around 180 to 200,000 miles out of a drive tire on the average. Some guys are doing much better, some are doing less. Now, the reason they're getting less mileage than the duels do is that there's so much less footprint on the ground with that one by wide tire than there is with a pair of duels. The duels actually have more rubber on the road. So they take the horsepower better. They wear better. And by having two drive axles, the horsepower is split between two drive axles. So they tend to wear better. Okay? Yeah. When we take the 6 by 2 configuration with the wide tire, on the a single drive axle, it tends to get half the mileage we get out of the wide base tires on a six by four because all the horsepower is going down through two tires instead of four tires. So if our average mileage on a six by four is somewhere between 180 and 200,000, the average mileage out of the drive tires on a six by two is half of that or somewhere around 80 or 90,000 miles. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, but, ty- yeah. but typically what happens is the dead axle, if everything is aligned properly, we'll get almost double the mileage we would get out of a drive tire. So they're getting closer to 300,000 miles. So my question is, why did your extra axle wear out so fast? Right. Not mm, why the drive okay. tires well, wear out. Yeah, and I, what happened is I caught a nail, 
ah, in one okay. of those tires, and yep. there was still tread left, but uh-huh. I just but guessed that out. I was going to get another another 10,000 miles. No, I it flattened, so then I just changed both of them out at that point. I actually I got still you. have the other one. It's It still I has tread left, but mm-hmm. I just guessed that it would only get another 10,000 miles, and maybe I was way off on the guessing part. Okay, okay. So, um, oh, okay, so... so so it's 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 kind of a normal thing that I'm only going to get eighty thousand. Maybe it's a little less than par, but um, well, not that's much. That's kind of where rotate with not the much. Well, now, now that's the other thing that that a couple of the six by two operators have talked about. We're running the wide base tires, is they run the same yeah. tread on both axles, and then they're able to switch rims and all from one axle to the other, and even out the overall average wear. And bring yourself back up to where you get maybe 150 to 180,000 miles out of a set of four tires. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and that would be a good idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll try that. I, yeah, because there's no benefit. Well, it's right. just a rolling egg resistant, I guess, on the, well, it's supposed the dead to axle, egg. the trailer. Yeah, it, it's supposed to gain your fuel mileage. It's supposed to be yeah. lighter weight because you don't have two drive axles, so you can carry more load. Okay, uh, and and if that doesn't pay for itself, then why am I in a six by two? Yep. Right. Yeah. No, I I hear what you're saying. I and the, somebody explained it to me the way you just did, uh, but mm-hmm. I, I thought I wanted to hear it from you. You know because uh, yep. Because you're fine. putting putting all the torque torque on one axle, yes. And, but it just it's dissatisfying when <laughs> you know <laughs> I agree. when you uh, get get eighty thousand miles and I was like, holy man, something this is not right, you know. So yep. especially when yep. I used to run, well, I was get I ran a six by four, and I uh-huh. was getting that hundred hundred eighty thousand miles on, and that's where I came from to this truck. Correct. You know, so. Correct. Yeah, that, but that's what I was. Yeah, but as soon Whatever. as you put it all makes, the torque it, down through two tires instead of four, you just cut your tire life in half. Yep. Yeah, and, and it makes sense. So, um, Okay, well, hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate you answering uh, the question. No problem, buddy. You have yourself a great day, and keep her safe. Yeah. You bet. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Well, we survived another week of this. Yeah, and next week at this time. Yeah. He will be either celebrating or uh, a victory or lamenting a loss to the Cowboys. Oh, he's going to the Cowboys, huh? Going to the Cowboys. Game starts at three forty. Okay. All right. Also, that same day, the Chiefs just down the road here. Yeah. The Steelers go there. The Steelers are going to the Chiefs. Going to the Chiefs. Packers are going to the Cowboys. It's going to be fun. Well, since we're right between the Steeler, between the the Green Bay and the Chiefs, I have to root for those two. I don't mind rooting for them. Yeah, they're okay. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. They're not San Diego, but San Diego's leaving San Diego anyway, so I don't care about those guys anymore. They, I think they finally got a bad enough record this year that they'll let them go. <laughs> let them go. that's what you got to do. Let them go. All right, folks, you have yourselves a good one. We'll be back next Sunday night to go through this again. Right. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for joining us on Rolling Toe. If you like what you heard here, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or listen to our other shows at audioroad.letstruck.com. To get in touch with our tribe, call us at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road.